Welcome or welcome back to the Hikma Collective Podcast, Season 2. Uh, my name is Erica Makalak. I'm the founder of Hikma. It is January and we are thrilled to be back with you. Uh, in the season that follows, you'll hear a couple of episodes that are guest pieces that we've produced for our clients. So you'll get to hear about some pretty amazing research that academics have used to, to mobilize their work, connect with partners and policymakers, and tell a good research story. But before we get there, uh, in this episode, I'm going to offer three tips to plan your funding strategy for the next year. If you like what you hear, if you'd like to hear more, head on over to www.hikma.studio. That's our website where you'll find blog posts, more podcast episodes, um, and information about our upcoming masterclasses, where we'll be covering funding strategy and development, as well as research communication, project design, and some other topics that may be useful to you. That's www.hikma.studio. So here are my three tips for planning an effective and manageable funding strategy for the next year. Tip one, protect your schedule now. If you know what you want to apply for, add those deadlines to your calendar immediately. Pause this up and go do it. If you have certain competitions in mind, but you're not sure of the exact deadlines, uh, go look at what the deadlines were last year and make your best guess. If you have no idea what you want to apply for, now is a good time to go poking around and see approximately when things are due. Often many deadlines for the same kind of funding will fall at the same time, so you can get an estimated guess of when you're going to need to be available to get that work done. Second piece of this is block time now in the days, weeks, and months before that deadline to get the work done. There are a lot of gears that you can put in motion well ahead of time, even before the competition has opened up. And you want to make sure that you get into a rhythm so that you know what you want to apply for and you're prepared to get the work done on a manageable schedule and submit something that you're proud of and excited to follow through on. Now, if anyone asks, you cannot meet on those days during those times that you've set aside because you have a pre-existing commitment. Say it with me now. I am not available at that time because I have a pre-existing commitment. Setting that time aside for yourself and protecting it in your schedule will enable you to focus on the project and move it forward um, and prioritize it for yourself and for your colleagues. My second piece of advice is to evaluate last year's progress. Reflect on what you've done and think about what you can learn from the past, how you can report on what you've done in the past and what you want to do moving forward. One of the ways that you can do that is to take a few hours to update your CV or resume. What did you achieve in the last year? How do you measure those achievements and, and how do you communicate them? What are the impact stories you can tell to show what went well? Second piece of that to reflect on is where specifically would more funding have enabled you to deepen or expand your work? Where did you simply not have the budget to do things that you would have liked to do? 
um, those pieces can be very tangible items that you can include in future budgets that you'll be able to rationalize more specifically and compellingly if you think them through in context and specifically. Um, another piece of that reflection that really matters and is often undervalued in the way that we think about funding proposals is to ask yourself what you are genuinely excited to work on in the next year. We all find more energy and time for the things that light us up. That's just true. So reflect, think about it and use that passion to your advantage as you're planning your next steps. My third and final piece of advice for now is to stoke relationships. I say stoke because one of our team members used this language that I really liked that resonated with me toward the end of last year. There were a million holiday parties happening as there always are. And we were both groaning about making the effort to go. And she said, you know, at this point, I'm just trying to keep those relationships warm. And in truth, that is what those end of year gatherings are for. It's to bring people together, to remind each other that we exist and just be there and be supportive and check in. But January and um, the first few months of the year are a really good time to strengthen those relationships by rekindling them. Keep up with these puns and mix the metaphors. Um, so take the time, plant those seeds. Um, a few ways to do that. One is simply to send some email check-ins to folks. Um, you might use those emails to remind people of the work that you've done together in the previous year and talk about next steps that you had discussed. Um, coffees, in-person coffees or virtual coffees are a great way to deepen strategic relationships that you really want to invest in. Make that time, take that time. Um, and refresh those relationships and, and talk about where the alignment is. Maybe it's the same as it was a year ago and everyone's just as excited and just as um, just the same in terms of their capacity, or maybe things have shifted on your side or the other side, and either there are new opportunities for alignment or you need to recalibrate plans that you had discussed previously. These days, so many things can shift around that having those conversations early and often will help you surface opportunities and manage your time well. So those are our three tips. I hope you enjoyed them and I wish you um, a stress-free or stress-mitigated and exciting year as you think about your funding proposals. Um, I hope that you find ways to move your work forward with, with confidence and intention and genuine excitement for all the things you're going to achieve this year. And we, we hope to work with you. So if you found these tips useful, or if you want to hear more where that came from, again, go ahead and visit us at www.hikma.studio. Check out our blog, check out our podcast, definitely check out our upcoming masterclasses, the first of which will cover funding strategy and grant development. I genuinely hope to see you there and look forward to sharing more content with you this year. Thanks for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Hikma Collective podcast. I'm your host, Erica McElack, writer, medievalist, and founder of Hikma. 
The production of this episode was led by our fearless creative director, Sofia Van Hees, in collaboration with Nicole Marklin, Deshara Green, Eufemia Baldassare, and Matthew Tomkinson. Matthew composed the original music you hear now in his capacity as the 2022 Hikma Artist in Residence. This podcast has been made possible with generous support from Innovate BC, Tech Nation, and the Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council of Canada. You can find show notes, links, and transcripts at www.hikma.studio slash podcast. Hikma is situated on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Hunkamedam-speaking Musqueam people. We are grateful to be here and to share this space with you. Our speakers, team members, and listeners are based all over the world, and wherever you're listening, we encourage you to learn more about whose lands you're on. <laughs>